0: Real life. Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real life
1: way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever
0: you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach
1: you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and
0: speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Oh yeah, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun effective, convenient, and jamming way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you are counting your bills, snapping some photos, taking some cough medicine, eating breakfast, or breastfeeding. (laughs) You breastfeed often? Sometimes, yeah. So let me introduce you guys to my co-host, the man who's guacamole inspired the famous expression, holy guacamole. <laughs> it's Justin Murray. Oh, yeah. I love guacamole. Do you love guacamole? For sure. I mean, it is a good dish. Something that I'm going to have to start eating a lot of now. Now that what? Now that I am officially vegetarian. You're officially vegetarian, really? I yeah, am, yeah. Well. I'm expressing that to the world. Well. Do you know how to make guacamole? I don't, but I should learn. Yeah, we can learn together. Let's do it. And why do people say holy guacamole? Guacamole is a really good dish. It is, but why do people say the expression holy guacamole? It's Justin Murray. Because I like guacamole so much. <laughs> but the expression holy guacamole is a way to show that you're surprised and excited, maybe even very happy. Something good happens here. Holy guacamole, did you see that? Have you ever said that before? Me, personally? Probably once in my whole life. <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, but I've seen it before. I guess it's more of an American expression because you guys are kind of Mexican. Yeah, well guacamole is a uh, Mexican or Tex-Mex food. Tex-Mex is what exactly?
1: It's Americanized Mexican food. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Actually, the fact that you mention it right now, it, Makes my mouth water. Oh, what do you mean by makes your mouth water? It makes the uh, saliva come out of my mouth because I'm, I'm really thinking about it right now.
0: Yeah, you're craving some guacamole. Yeah, mouth watering. Mouth watering guacamole. Something that's really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty simple dish as well. It's, it's totally raw. What does raw mean? Raw means uncooked. Okay. So I think it's just avocado. Mm hmm onion, garlic, maybe some tomato, capsicum, something like that. Some lemon on there, yeah. Squeeze some lemon in there. You can throw some other stuff in there, but really good dish. Yeah, and I'm pretty excited about being a vegetarian. So, holy guacamole. Chad's a vegetarian. (laughs) Exactly. Let's hope it lasts a while. And let's also say, holy guacamole, we have a lot of shoutouts for you guys today, so let's do this. Let's roll through it. Aw, yeah. You know you make me Alright guys, so we have a lot of shout-outs today, so we're gonna go through this quickly, as quickly as possible. And the shout-outs are for some very awesome members of the fluency circle, me and Justin and also Ethan. We recently did some meetups with enthusiastic real-life radio listeners. These are people that are receiving the actual power lessons that goes along with every podcast. And- just
1: connected speech, vocabulary, phrasal verbs,
0: idioms. Mm-hmm. And we actually met up with quite a lot of them last week just to have a a meet-up, get to know them more, get them conversing, using their English. We met up with them on the Real Life Global social platform. We did too. That is online.realifeglobal.com. Just in case you want to check it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And obviously, me, Justin, met with some cool people. I just want to say a big shout-out to everyone who attended my meet-up, which was Claudio from Brazil, Julia from Russia, and also, Jose Ignacio from Spain, who's actually currently living in Iceland. Netherlands. Netherlands. <laughs> Netherlands? Finland? I forgot. Sweden. Sweden, I think it is, yeah. Awesome. I've met, I've met Jose, and I've met Claudio too. Claudio. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome guys, right? Yeah. Who cool. enjoyed it. Chatted it up with those guys as well. Gave us a lot of great feedback. And these people are also really helping us to improve the podcast, giving us feedback, ideas, suggestions. And yeah, this is why we love connecting with you guys. And I met up with Monica
1: from Poland, but she's actually living in the States, United States. And Claudia, who lives in Germany. Love connecting with you guys, but a great conversation
0: about what is fluency. So yeah, we really look forward to having more meetups with you guys, all the guys from the Fluency Circle, and also building and developing and improving on the social network, the real-life platform, together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's move on to today's random news. Story. So for today's random news article, I have
1: an article about smartphones. Title of the article, Go Slow Smartphone Walking Lane for Doddlers. Okay. Can you read that title one more time, Justin? Go Slow Smartphone Walking Lane for Doddlers. Okay, so go slow. What's a what's a walking lane? A
0: walking lane is a lane on the side of the street where people can walk slow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you might see a bicycle lane, which is mm-hmm. a, a lane designated specifically for people riding bikes. Mm-hmm. But this one is for smart a smartphone lane for Doddlers. Dawdlers. A dawdler is someone who. You know, when you're walking and you're kind of distracted, looking in front of you, kind of dawdling. Yeah, dawdle is like basically do something without really that much focus and to go slow, right? Mm -hmm. If someone's in your office dawdling, it means they're maybe not working at their full potential. Yeah, and
1: there's a picture of of some people just walking there with their eyes glued to their cell phones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see that all the time. I actually nearly ran into a post the other day because I was walking and like writing a a message on my phone and I kind of looked up last minute and there was a. freaking um, stop sign in front of me not a stop sign but a post like a light post (laughs) yeah it's quite a problem nowadays you know
1: i don't have a smartphone but i don't need to walk in a lane like
0: this (laughs) so let's hear it man what's the article all about what's happening here
1: so smartphone users glued to their screens can now shuffle along in unison after a chinese city gave them their own designated walking lane (laughs) shuffle along to shuffle along in unison To shuffle along is
0: like to move your feet really, really slowly. Yeah. When people drag their heels, Mm -hmm. it makes that like sound as if their feet being dragged across the ground. Sound effect. Very good. Yeah. So making that noise as you
1: walk along Yeah. in unison? Together. They're walking together. Mm -hmm. So Chinese city gave them their own designated walking lane, right next to the bike lane and right next to the traffic
0: lane. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully it's not next to the traffic lane because they could get hit by a car if they leave the lane. (laughs) They probably have an app that prevents them from that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah. (laughs) Nice. So, tired of people clogging up the pavement at a beauty spot, authorities in Chongqing City divided the pavement into two sections with the warning, cell phones. Walk in this lane at your own risk. (laughs) Okay, going back there clogging up what does clogging up mean clogging up means to block something like the sink can be clogged up Mm -hmm. right the toilet can be clogged up sure so in this case the sidewalks were clogged up with smartphone users Mm -hmm. like every major city in the world right
0: yeah people are becoming zombies because they're just looking at their smartphone and they're not really focused on what's actually happening around them
1: i saw that meme or that quote on the internet it's like yeah, the world is full of smartphones and stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. So, Nong Ching, a spokesman for the company which manages the area, said There are a lot of elderly people and children in our street, and walking with your cell phone may cause unnecessary collisions here. However, it turns out the 50 meter long lane could be making things worse. Tourists are now stopping to take snaps of the unique divide. Reports the people's daily newspaper, which also notes regular incursions into the wrong lane.
0: Oh, okay
1: So people are swerving out of the smartphone lane Mm -hmm. Into the other lane because they lose track, right? Like you said (laughs) Elderly people
0: there are lots of elderly people and children in our street. What does elderly mean? elderly is just someone who is of an older age, probably someone over 65 70 maybe you'd say elderly 70 I guess.
1: Okay. And walking with your cell phone may cause unnecessary collisions
0: here. A collision? Collision is when you crash into another person. Like you with that old woman, right? <laughs> On the motorcycle. Sure, I collided with her. To collide in a collision, sure. To bump into each other. So tourists are now stopping to take snaps.
1: Photographs. I'd mentioned earlier I said, listen to this while you're snapping photos. Exactly. Take a snapshot. Did you plan that? I didn't. <laughs> that's a lucky
0: coincidence also to snap your fingers is like oh sound effects yeah justin did that sound effect with his mouth that wasn't (laughs) (laughs) so what's the moral of this story justin why is this very important for our podcast listeners because you guys are probably on your smartphones (laughs) right now listening to this podcast maybe maybe even
1: walking on the street looking at the screen or even the power lessons
0: (laughs) yeah so look up really quickly make sure you're not walking into traffic We don't want any of our listeners to have some kind of bad accident caused by the podcast. That would suck. That would would suck. That would feel horrible. Yeah, we would. So be safe out there, listeners. Mm -hmm. Don't become a smartphone zombie or an iPhone zombie. Be a smart person with a smartphone. Yeah. Be a smart smartphoner, not a dumb smartphoner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget you guys can check out the article, which is from... NewsSky.com. And it will be attached in the show notes at reallifeglobal.com slash start with why. Start with why. That's it. That was today's random news story. And let's move on to today's awesome conversation topic. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What you talking about? What you talking
2: about? What
0: you talking about? So today we have a very Inspiring conversation topic for you guys. If you guys haven't already realized, our slogan to inspire, empower, and connect the world through English. So, both online and in person. That's right, both online and in person. And today we wanted to give you guys more of a, an inspirational message, something that I know we use a lot in real life English, and also just use this kind of metaphor a lot with your students, this kind of philosophy, would you say? philosophy it's an
1: exercise it's the first thing I do when I start with new students mm-hmm and what is that
0: start with why start with why start with why start with purpose
1: exactly start with inspiration to start with something that really touches you
0: in your core mm-hmm exactly in your core what's a core your core is your center your right? center to find your heart in the process exactly and this is something that we have, got from a very popular speech, a a TED talk, actually, is a a guy that we find very inspiring. He's definitely inspired this idea for
1: us. The guy's a a leadership expert. The guy goes around giving speeches or
0: talks on a variety of topics, but all of them are attached to this. His name is Simon Sinek. Uh, I guess if you guys wanted to check out the video before we continue this podcast, press stop right now and go check it out. It's in the show notes. At www.reallifeglobal.com/slash, start with why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you don't have time to do that right now, please continue listening and we're going to try to fill you in with any necessary information as we go. So let's start with why, Justin. What is why and what is this whole process? How can we really give them a visualization of something that they would learn with the Simon Sinek speech?
1: Well, in the TED talk, he actually draws three concentric circles. So one circle, another circle around that, and another circle, right? So three layers. Okay. In the middle is why. Okay. And then it's how in the next layer out. Okay. And what. So it goes from why, how, what. And he actually suggests that we start communicating this way because it inspires people because Mm -hmm. it's actually much more intuitive.
0: Intuitive, yeah. He actually makes some great examples straight off the bat with very successful companies like Apple and other companies. He talks about Martin Luther
1: King Jr. He talks Mm. about the Wright brothers inventing Flight. But the idea is really to be connected to your inspiration, your purpose Mm -hmm. when you start. Don't actually like talk about what you're creating or what you're doing. Talk about why you're doing it. And I see in my life that I'm really connected to people who have great purpose in what they do, even if they're not so clear on what they're doing. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and you're right, as a teacher, you can really see that people who have that really strong purpose, a really strong why, they're such better students, and they're so, and it's so easy just to teach them, because it just kind of flows, because they're really inspired by what they're doing, and their objective of speaking English is just a natural flow. It's a byproduct. It's a byproduct. What is a byproduct?
1: A byproduct is just a natural result. Sure. So, if you have a strong purpose, a why then the how a lot of times will take care of itself. Mm -hmm. The how in this case, right? So your method, Mm -hmm. and then the what is the result. Sure. I find that when people really connect with their why, that just serves as motivation, as fuel for the whole rest of the process. What's fuel? Fuel is like gasoline for a car, for example. Mm -hmm. It's what fuels, what
0: propels the -hmm. instrument. Yeah, so let's think about this. What is a pretty solid why? for learning language. A lot of people, well let's start with like what is not a good purpose, right? Yeah. Cuz of course yeah, Simon Sinek says that a lot of people work from the outside in. They start with the what, then how, and then the why. Cuz a lot of people
1: start with the what is like I want to get fluent, I want to sound like a native speaker. I'm learning English because of my job.
0: Or I want people to, th- to think I'm a intelligent person because I can speak another language.
1: Or my parents made me. Mhm. Or something like that. Yeah. And those might be reasons, valid reasons, but they don't really
0: motivate people, generally. Yeah, it doesn't really drive people. What do you mean by drive? Well, drive, you do know drive is in the verb to drive a car, but to drive you, it's like the, it's a forcing power. So it's like fuel, right? It's like fuel, yeah. And to motivate, to propel. To propel, exactly. To drive you. If you are a very driven person, you're very motivated, and you have a very concretized and strong objective. Some people
1: are just really naturally connected to a strong Mm why. Other people need to work for it. Mm -hmm. Other people need to like actually take this as an exercise and stop. So I actually recommend this to my students, I say the first assignment, I say stop, take out a piece of paper and write down why you're learning English. All the reasons why. Just do a brain dump. A brain dump. What's a brain dump? To dump is to throw, right? Mm -hmm. So brain dump is just take everything out of your head just
0: put it on paper and to clarify all those little reasons why. Awesome. That's your first thing you usually do when you start a new class with, with new students.
2: Yeah.
1: Dump your brain on paper, clarify why all the reasons are big and little and dig.
0: Yeah. It's like, dig, why dig. the hell are you here in my class? And what's the general response you get from these people?
1: Well, it starts a lot of times with it's superficial because I need it for my job. I need it for my work. I need it for career. But that's really the result, right? Mm-hmm. So digging deeper, then it's like, well, to communicate. Yeah. Because you really want to connect with people because um it makes your life better. Yeah. It makes your life richer. Sure. To have access to more and more information. Yeah. To the, culture.
0: The internet is riddled with English media. What do you mean by riddled with? Riddled means it's full of. It's we generally use riddled with generally sicknesses, right? It's riddled with flu with the flu. Yeah, like the cat is riddled with fleas. Sure, yeah. It generally has a <laughs> negative connotation, doesn't it? But it's just filled with English media information that is maybe not accessible to someone who lives in, I don't know, Taiwan. Is maybe not the same information you can get in English if you don't speak English.
1: Well, the quantity of information, the quality is just so much greater in English. For example, podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, I know in Brazil here it's just hard to find good podcasts in Portuguese, but in English, there are just hundred times better information and better podcasts.
0: Yeah. So that itself, I guess, whether we like it or not, learning English is a way to connect yourself more to the world.
1: Absolutely. And this is a really, really big purpose for Real Life English. This is part of our why, is to help connect people, Mm -hmm. to help people expand the perspective so that you become much more than just Australian or American or Taiwanese, Mm -hmm. so you become a world citizen. And that's a very strong why. I guess not many people say that. If you 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 really contemplate it and start thinking about it, it's like, wow, I'm going to actually expand my perspective on the world and start to think about my own country differently because when you learn English and you step outside of where you're from and start looking at your country differently, then you get a much more clear understanding of the positives and the negatives. Mm-hmm. Not just to become a world citizen and see the world from a different perspective, but also your own country. Yeah. Right. So, again, like information is one to connect with people from all around the world. You get to mm-hmm. travel.
0: Maybe you don't travel, but you can communicate with people from... Any country. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing that distinguishes us from, I don't know, maybe more traditional learning methods because they're straight away getting you with the grammar. They, hey, learn this, learn this academic side of the language. We don't want that. We, I think we want to try to get people to, like you said, dig deep and find out why do I want to learn a language? What's the purpose of this? What am I going to do with this? That's really the seed of the rest of the process, right? Yeah. I know me speaking personally, I know I mentioned this a few times in the podcast, but my desire to learn Portuguese was not because I wanted to learn the language and I thought the language is really interesting. I wanted to learn about the culture, about the music. I've mentioned before I I practice Brazilian capoeira, It's a martial arts, dance, and just the culture in general really interested me. The people that I'd met from Brazil were so kind of cool and interesting. People said, hey, I want to connect with those people and learn about that culture. And then the language, How can I do that? Then the language just became the icing on the cake. It became the icing on the cake. What does that mean? Well, when you make a cake, right, it's
1: like you have the part you bake, right? Which is the bread, the sweet part, the insides, right? And mm-hmm. the icing on the cake is like the really sweet paste that you put on the outside. The coating. Yeah. And so when you see the icing on the cake, the expression is just like the extra part that maybe you weren't expecting, which it's the byproduct, the result, mm-hmm. right? Because
0: really what you want is the cake. Yeah. It's not necessary, but it makes it so much better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, to learn a language because you want to, because you have a strong purpose is just really so much more fun and motivating and aligned with what we do because then it's like, well shit, you don't need to pay for English classes your entire life because you come to the point where you you have to stop studying and a lot of people will study abroad Mm-hmm. And they'll pay a lot of money to study abroad and, and just because they're paying for the what, They're never actually like, developing the why. Mm-hmm. So they go there, they take classes, they do their homestay, but they never really fall in love
0: with culture. Yeah, you're right. And I think, you know, we're using these examples of a why. That's, it's a, they're pretty big, powerful examples about being able to understand a whole different culture, being able to travel around the world. Maybe not everybody has this why. I think maybe some people's why can be something that's even quite simple like I want to be able to understand that song. Pink Floyd,
1: one of my students the other day was like he loves Pink Floyd. Oh really? <laughs> and, and he learned a lot of English through Pink Floyd.
0: Yeah so his passion for just that band is a strong why and the byproduct still of that is the same byproduct of learning the language right? Yep, absolutely. So your why doesn't have to be such a great and powerful why I, I wouldn't say.
1: Yeah, but the English language is so huge and so vast and it represents so many different types of experiences that if you search a little bit, it's really easy to find your purpose.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool. So yeah, this is an awesome speech. I definitely recommend you guys watch it if you didn't watch it when we suggested at the start of this conversation topic. And even Simon Sinek himself, he has a few other amazing speeches if you really want to test your English because he speaks quite quickly. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he does, but they have subtitles on there in English and mm-hmm. on TED and mm-hmm. in every other language, too. So you can watch it in English and then maybe show it to your friends and family in your native language.
0: Yeah. And also, we'd really love to hear about your why. Maybe as a little exercise here, stop stop the podcast right now. Just dig deep and maybe think a little bit about why are you learning English? And why are you listening to this podcast right now? What's the purpose? Is it inspiring? Are you inspired? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you guys, again, would love to hear about your why, your purpose, and your experience, maybe your how and your what, what you're getting from the podcast. So we definitely love your feedback. If you guys wanted to write a comment for us, please just go to the show notes of this podcast, which is, again, www.reallifeglobal.com slash why. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This
1: works for your profession as well, anything in life. Mm-hmm. So
0: watch the video, take it to heart. Great, so we hope you guys get a lot of benefit out of that as we have and real life English has in the past. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's move on to today's question. Help.
2: I need somebody Alright
0: guys, so today's question is from a student of mine. Sammy. You know Sammy right? I know Sammy. Yeah. yeah. Cool dude, right? Yeah. He's actually also my guitar teacher. Does he, he listen to this podcast? I think that uh, when he's not rehearsing, he's a, he's pretty much playing guitar 24-7, but when he finds time to practice... Well, we always say, like, listen to this podcast while you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rehearsing. Sure, while he's playing guitar. Um, so, Sammy, my man, this question is something that you talked about today in class, and that was the conjunctions. He was confused with the difference between as long as and providing. So these are two common conjunctions that, you know, we use this... I'm just going to give you an example to show you how it's used. So I'm going to go to the real-life party Mm -hmm. as long as we do the activity. We do the activity. So in this case, it's saying that you're making a, a concession in this case a concession as long as this happens this condition under the conditions of right exactly so that's better under the conditions of that so I'm going to accept I'm going to do this action as long as uh-huh. under the conditions you do the activity so it's this is commonly used in negotiating you might see this a lot in legal documentation uh, it's the same word as providing so let me give you more of a legal example Maybe a lawyer, he might write into a contract, something like, my client will commit to doing that, providing he is paid efficiently. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So if he gets paid, it's like if, if he gets paid efficiently, he'll do that. So that's probably less formal. It's probably the most least formal way to say that, if. Or the most, like, maybe direct. Sure. But you wouldn't really see if in a more formal document,
1: would you? Yeah, I think as long as is probably more common. People say if, and people providing mm-hmm. in legal situations, right? Yeah,
0: providing does send a lot more form. As long as is, is, is common. Yeah. Um, now that I'm a vegetarian, I will eat anything as long as it doesn't have meat in it. All right? <laughs> providing that doesn't mean that. Providing it has no meat, I will eat that. Maybe not anything, but anything that is edible. <laughs> <laughs> So that is two common conjunctions, similar to if they are, as long as, and providing. Oh, yeah. So if you guys want to learn a little bit more about common conjunctions, which many people either don't understand or confuse, I'm going to link a video I made recently about this. And <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're going to make it before we release this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to explain some of these less used conjunctions, you know, not the and, if, but, but some less used and commonly confused conjunctions, check that out. You're gonna get a lot of value from that. As long as you listen. As long as you pay close
1: attention. Providing that you really have a strong why. (laughs) Definitely,
0: yeah. Awesome. All right, guys, thanks a lot for being here today. Hopefully we have inspired you with this, this episode of Real Life Radio. And we'd love to hear from you with your why, your purpose. We're going to play you out today with a song by Vance Joy, it's called Riptide, and it's actually a remix by Flick Flack. So hopefully you guys can get inspired by this awesome song. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. you hear from us next week on Real Life Radio. See you soon. Take it easy guys.
2: Dream